and welcome to a non-negotiable episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am uh, hard as nails, Catherine White. Whoa, you sure are. And uh, I uh, have lost a lot of weight. I'm a tiny habits coach. I am a Thrive Global certified coach. Yeah. I am a podcaster. I am a coacher. And uh, with me today is... Donald Weigel. And I have lost about 100 pounds. And just before we started recording this, Catherine called me the crystal light of men. I was going to say that. <laughs> like, I was going to call it back. But yeah. But no. like, yeah, nobody nobody listening would, would get the reference. But uh, uh, I asked Catherine if she believed in crystal light and if crystal light believed in her. And she said yes. And so... Then I said, I believe in her. <laughs> and so I now, we now I'm, the, I'm the crystal light of men. Um, so hello, uh, I am the crystal light of men, Donald Weigel, <laughs> and I uh, lost about a hundred pounds and I've kept it off for about five years. And uh, we are, uh, we are, we only look thin together. Yep. And that is uh, non-negotiable. We have gone yeah. too far. I mean, the whole like being married for 25 years was a thing. Our 25th wedding anniversary is barreling Very down upon soon. us. Yeah. We're trying to see if we can make it. Yeah, but, uh, and, and we officially decided we're not exchanging oh any gosh. cards or any gifts. Or <laughs> I'm sure you would like a gift. I don't like cards. Like, yeah. what? No, I don't want a gift because I don't want the pressure of getting you a gift. I don't. Well, isn't that a gift in itself? <laughs> yeah, it me is. Me not giving you a gift? It, it is. It really is. I it's like know. this big weight lifted off of me. Are we bad because we haven't like renewed our vows or like. Just... It sounds like so much work. Oh, and my it seems gosh. too soon. Like 25 years. It seems too we're, soon. Like, Really breaking the surface of uh, what we can do. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a I'm not a gifts person. I'm not a card person. I know he loves me. Yeah. Isn't that is I'll, that uh, conceited? <laughs> I'll, I'll run the vacuum for you or something. That would oh. be like the that would be. Oh Women my goodness! Her face, that. her face lit <laughs> up when I said I would run the vacuum. No, but like when you run the vacuum yeah the hoover the sweeper yes whatever you run call the sweeper it. that's what we called it when i was growing up the sweeper run the sweeper yeah um you like do it like you don't yeah. do it frequently but when you do you lift up furniture you move things like i just do a you know cursory thing to get daily neat but when you do it you're like floorboards and ceilings and like you vacuum yeah. all the things yeah so. i i feel like that we we haven't openly negotiated this to bring it back to the topic of oh. the episode but i feel like there are things that i do because i don't hate doing them like i don't hate doing the dishes like mm -hmm. for example i don't hate filling the ice trays or keeping the the Brita, but like I hate vacuuming, like and and you tend to do right. most of that. Well, here's the thing: so I sort of feel like we like without saying it negotiated the, uh, the this arrangement where I do some of those things and you take care of the vacuuming. Well, here's the thing: with vacuuming, it for me it's an immediate upgrade. Yeah, like it when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling blue, when uh, someone comes over, which doesn't happen uh, because we don't we don't do it. No, we, have, we don't. We have a moat for that. No, no, no. It, we. <laughs> We don't involve people in, no, that's in things not, that we do. No. That's not what we're about. Yeah. But sometimes when I have work to do or maybe even uh, work out to do, yeah. I want to avoid it. Oh, uh, yeah. And so I go, you know what? A good hoovering uh, would yeah. be a, a good running the sweeper. Do you actually say hoovering to yourself? No, but like I watch British things and they say yeah, hoovering They do a say lot. hoovering and they say washing up liquid yeah, instead they do. of dish instead of dish liquid they do um, but i uh, negotiate with what it's time to do but and and some of that is avoidance and yeah. avoiding by keeping our house spotless yeah i'm pretty good at that do you think that in general you're a good negotiator 
No, I'm terrible at it. I hate it. The car that I bought. Well, see, but that's funny. I was going to bring up I was going to bring up the car. Like uh-huh. when we went to buy the car, the salesperson was like, "Um, so do you want the like the rust protection and the clear coat and like all those things you're supposed to like to not get?" And I was like, "You know what? I think we do want the clear cut and and the and the rust and and you were like no we're not doing any of that I just wanted to get I don't home. want I don't want the special warranty I'm not taking any of that oh my gosh it was you so were, annoying you were like you were hardcore about it I think that was you were because really I good. wanted to go home I just yeah. didn't want like when I know what I want I take it and yeah. I don't. <laughs> Like me, it's, it's actually yes. Uh, it's much easier for me to negotiate for other people than it is for myself. But I do. Uh, I'm not very good at not negotiating on my own habits. Yeah. So, uh, so we're bringing it back around. Well, I'm to gonna. Did you know? I'm gonna. I'm gonna act as if this is spontaneous. Uh, okay. Did you know that if you if you Google negotiation tactics that you get over 200,000 results and there's like a bunch of of websites that have articles like the 17 best negotiation tactics 17 and, and how to win your next negotiation <laughs> there actually was one that was 17 <laughs> Hey, I didn't. I didn't know why it wasn't fifteen or why they didn't well, add I think three more to twenty. Seven, Maybe they just had seventeen. But sometimes it's like when you're in a parking garage and it says like seven miles an hour is the maximum. Because if it was five or ten, you wouldn't take notice. But seven, yeah. Who uses that number for no, anything? It's true. But did you also know that the person with whom most of us negotiate the most hmm? is ourselves? <gasps> Oh, no. <laughs> yes. It's not Samuel L. Jackson from the movie The Negotiator? No. <laughs> That's who you thought it, it might be? I don't know. Most of us negotiate with Samuel L. Jackson Wait, from that movie. What was the mo- What was the show that Kira Sedgwick was in? Was, wasn't she a negotiator? The, the Closer. Oh, The Closer. Yeah. If you put the in I don't know if that had anything to do with negotiating. I think she solved crimes. Oh, okay. But like if it like putting the in front of it yeah. is like that's your guy or yeah, gal. Yeah. The negotiator. But if it was like a negotiator, like Yeah. And I would not go see that movie. I, look, I mean, not that I, I saw the I look in the movie. mirror and I point and I say, that guy is the negotiator. The negotiator? Yeah, because I spent most of my life negotiating with myself and, and negotiating myself into eating snacks or yeah. out of exercising well, <laughs> like, and, or, or both at the same time. <laughs> well, and when you start that conversation with yourself, you're always on team bad guy. Like you're always the one – Trying to rob the bank. You're not the good guy yeah. trying to save the bank. Do you think Team Bad Guy, like when they called themselves Team Bad Guy, <laughs> maybe that, that was a sign? Maybe they had to, like, you know, instead of like the Legion of Evil, like maybe it should be like the Legion of Furthering Our Own Aims or See, something. But here's the thing with bad guys. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm very good at not knowing specifics about things. Yeah. But there was something about how. The bad guys never see themselves as the bad guys. Yeah, it's they see true. themselves as the, as the heroes. But uh, but when we start negotiating with ourselves against our own best interest, we usually give in because we start the conversation to begin with. Yeah, and you know we we walk around most of, and this was me. This was me. Walk around saying things like. I want to lose weight. I want to exercise more. I want to eat healthier. And then I would talk myself out of it. 
I'm just too busy. I'm just too tired. It's not the right time. I'm just not motivated. Or, you know, I promise to myself, I will start after I just finish this project at work. If I can just get through this, this, oh, this bit of one work, season, then I'll start. Or I just need to make it through the school year. Like once, once the school year is over, then, you know, we can, we can get down to business, you know, or something like I can't do anything until after my sister's wedding, or even like we're on an actual plan and we're, you know, we're, we've got things in motion for our health and fitness, but then we say things like, I can't pass up a free lunch. Yeah. I'll just start tomorrow. Like, oh, the, the office brought in free food. Well, I can't pass up free food. Like that would be crazy, you know, or I don't want to be the only one who doesn't eat the cake. Like I'll feel self-conscious if I'm the yeah. only one not eating cake. So I guess I have to eat cake. Like when they bring in cake for, for Sally's birthday, uh, <laughs> good old Sally, <laughs> good old Sally and her birthday. And, you know, I can't, I can't remember how, how I found this, but I found this article um, that's actually titled stop negotiating with yourself, changing your habits once and for all. Maybe I was researching the, mm-hmm. the 200,000. <laughs> you know, you're the guy who goes to the last page of Google to get the that's real right. deal. So he went down. I uh, went down. Like, yeah. The, the 210,000 <laughs> result that came up. Um, but stop negotiating yourself, changing your habits once and for all by Nicole. And I'm going to butcher her last name. It's either Boaz or Booze or Boaz. Um, but uh, I will link to the article uh, in in the show notes. But, um, you know, we're going to do that thing we do where we take uh, the article that she's written and use it as a framework to talk about our spin on uh, on how it relates to uh, health and fitness and losing weight and getting your goal weight and staying there. And what else? <laughs> and what else? <laughs> and all the and things I'm you just, do. I'm not going to take a breath. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to keep going. But – it's interesting to me to see we have talked about things before and we have our own way of uh, explaining information and then we present someone else's and they just their turn of phrase is a little bit different or maybe someone just needs to hear it one more time in a different way. And so we've done episodes on mindset before, but here is another take on it, like Donald said, because that idea of negotiating with yourself is such a sabotage that we don't even know what's happening or that it's happening because we're just so used to doing it we're yeah. like well it's just the, the way it is but as we've said before the more agency and responsibility you take for yourself the more empowered you feel we are not a victim of our choices we are the ones that are putting food in our mouths absolutely so in this episode, uh, this is probably going to be a multi-part episode, depending on how uh, we get through things. Yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna be at least two, and I think probably three of these about self-negotiation, uh, right in a row. But I, you know, I think it's I think it's very important, and not to not to jump the gun, but you know, I spent so much of my life lying myself and and lying to myself and lying to myself, like right into doing the exact things that I that I knew I I didn't really want to do deep down. Yeah, which was probably exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, in this episode, we are going to cover what is self-negotiation, Yeah, the difference between an excuse and a reason. They're all reasons. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then we're going to help you identify your own self-negotiating tactics. Exactly. So uh, I think we're going to roll it out with Don- Donald. Donald. Yeah. 
How does Webster's Dictionary define self-negotiation? Self-negotiation is the act of, I don't know. I didn't actually look it up. I did. uh, (laughs) I did. Did you really? Yeah. Do you have the the definition right there? Yeah. Uh, Well, if something is negotiable, it's open for discussion, undecided, debatable, and open to modification. Oh, wow. And the thing that is most open to modification yeah. is the things I put in my mouth. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so I did actually look it up. I didn't want to steal your thunder, but well, and and basically, you know, uh, from from the article I mentioned by Nicole uh, last name, um, I <laughs> <laughs> insert last insert name. last name here. Um, you know, she basically says self negotiating is giving yourself too many options, and and there are a bunch of examples here that I. Um, I took some of the ones that she did and I have semi-modified them to be more about health and fitness. So she says, you know, for example, you say to yourself, that burger looks so good. If I have that for lunch, I will work out an extra 30 minutes at the gym tonight. No, you're you're not going to do that. No, because you're so full from the burger. How are you to know? Plus, plus, as as a like side note, what do we know about exercise, trying to exercise away (laughs) extra calories? Like you can't, you can't do it. It doesn't work. Um, And then she would say, I'm really too tired to read today. So I change it to, I'm really too tired to exercise today. I worked really hard. I deserve to just relax with some wine and Netflix. And I would say that to myself like all the time. I would promise myself I was going to work out after work and then just be like, you know what? No, I'm just too tired. I can't do it. Yeah. And just, I mean, every single thing that was in my best interest. Oh, I'll save money. Oh, I'll, you know, I'll go on a, a spending freeze. I'll uh, I'll definitely go to the gym every day. Well, you know, now that I think of it, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's not really practical. And exactly. so you're, you're setting your future self up to hate the you of the past uh, for kicking everything down the road. And the next one is, I wanted to call my mom every Saturday, but I have nothing to say. I'll just call her next week. So the health and fitness example of this would be, I wanted to food prep every Saturday, but I just don't feel like grocery shopping. I'll do it next Saturday. And then guess what happened the next Saturday? You're still in the same boat. Or you say, I know I wanted to limit my uh, my drinking, uh, sorry, I know I wanted to limit drinking my calories. And the example in the article is, I wanted to limit my caffeine intake, but I'm just so tired. I'll go for the venti cup today and just cut back I tomorrow. just need a pick-me-up today. Yeah, And exactly. tomorrow never comes. Or I don't want to spend anything this month, but this deal is just too good to pass up. And it could be, I I wasn't going to eat any fast food this week, but my boss bought burger time for the office and I just can't pass up free food. Free burger time? You've got to be a fool to skip that. And so we negotiate with ourselves constantly. And then some, some other examples from my actual life are, I would do this for years and years, like, I have done nothing but work. I'm just going to stay up another half hour and watch this episode of Seinfeld because I deserve to do something that's just for me and just relax. Or I I should go to bed right now because I promised myself I was going to exercise early tomorrow morning, but I just need to scroll on my phone for another 10 minutes, which turns into another 20 minutes, which turns into 30 minutes, and then I don't get to sleep. And then the next morning... I'm like, I'm too tired to really get up and do that exercise effectively. So I I turn that alarm off or I reset it for another half hour, hour later, and then I don't do it. Well, and two, there's a thing that I would do of 
I would make a promise to myself, you know what? I'm not going to get any fast food this month. Like that's my, that's my cutoff. Right. Oh, but I forgot it was like the special return of the McDLT. Mm. Like, oh, well, I mean, like I can't, I mean, I'm going to just make an exception for that. Oh, but there's also, then there's the shamrock shake. The McRib or the the shamrock shake. Like those are only available for a limited time. You can't pass those up. Or, oh yeah, it's, it's Girl Scout season you know this is just you know i didn't really think about that when i made the promise so this isn't a good time to make any promises at all yeah but all of that is really just you're lying to yourself and part of the key to getting out of this is recognizing when you're doing it but also there are times when you actually have legitimate reasons but what is the difference between when you're making an excuse for yourself and a reason. Yeah, that's a very good question, Donald. I'm glad that you asked it. Thank you. I try to ask good questions. (laughs) Okay, so there really are differences between genuine reasons, genuine. (laughs) Genuine, like the the rapper? Isn't there a rapper named Genuine? Oh, I guess so. I was thinking more- Or Genuine, I can't remember. I I don't know. I was thinking more of Beverly Hillbillies. I'm so terribly out of touch. Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, you were pronouncing it like that? Genuine. Like Genuine Cement Pond. I was going to say Cement Pond. Exactly. Exactly. So there's the difference between a genuine cement pond and an actual excuse. <laughs> and now- you know what's terrible? Like I I know the, the the Beverly Hills the Hillbillies reference from what that show was on in like the nineteen forties or fifties yeah. or something. And uh, and then like genuine, like I have no idea who I'm actually talking about. I've just heard of a singer performer by that name. Well, that's because you're I'm down with the kids. We have a teenager and I'm sure that they know what slaps. Probably. So anyway. okay. so there there is a difference between an excuse and an actual reason. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. (laughs) Back to the original thing. So an excuse is when you are choosing not to do something and using self-negotiation as an avoidance technique. Uh, You also never, ever, ever follow through with the promised negotiation, and that's a really big sign, that pushing it down the road, oh, well, I promise if you give me a cookie now, I'll clean my room later. Right. It's putting the carrot before the horse or the chicken before the egg. I can't remember how that goes, but it's that, you know, promising – a bigger challenge down the road. And again, you usually are like, oh, well, yeah, and then that didn't really work. And blah, and, and you lose trust in yourself. So it's like when you know you start using those words and that negotiation, you know at the very end, it's like she would do no such thing. <laughs> like, oh, I'll exercise later. No, she would not. Like if, if history shows, yeah, it's not going to happen. Exactly. But an actual reason is an external factor beyond your control, and it's usually a physical event. So maybe it's like, okay, I was going to go to the gym, but there's a deadline tomorrow on my project. I've got to get that done. That's a reason to skip something, or an illness, or a cold, or an injury, or a schedule change. We can adapt and be conscious of like, oh gosh, that means I'm going to miss the gym. Okay, well, that's disappointing, but my habit is to get right back on it the next day. But when you start, you know, like the gears are going and you're playing your own like criminal mastermind in your head of how do I, how am I going to get myself out of doing what I said I want to do? Yeah. That is where the excuses come in. And part of this process, part of the reason 
that I was able to lose the 100 pounds and maintain it for as long as I have is that I was able to recognize when I was lying to myself. And this is one of the things that I think we don't talk about very much in society. Like you sign up for some, you know, diet exercise plan and people just want to give you recipes, tell you, tell you what to eat. And I think that we just generally, that's what we think we want and that's what we're looking for. And that's really just a small piece of the puzzle. But realizing that I was lying to myself all the time and and really just making up excuses to eat, you know, treats and, and, you know, soothe myself with food and all of this emotional eating that I was doing was really one of the, once I realized that I was doing it, it made it much harder to follow through. So part of this process is being brutally honest with yourself about which is which, about yeah. when you are making excuses and when you actually have a reason. Like if you are sick, that's a real reason. Right. All these other things like, I deserve it, you know, et cetera. Like, I've had a hard day. I'm tired. Those are all excuses. Well, and once you get to the point where you see it in yourself, it it's a little bit embarrassing to see how many times I knew I was lying to myself. And now that I'm older and wiser, going like, oh, my gosh, I wasted so much time trying to yeah. get out of things instead of pointing myself in the right direction. And, and I still lie to myself occasionally, but I always catch myself doing it. Like, I, I might start to do it, and then I have to really decide, like, okay, am I am I consciously going to, you know, give in to this impulsive desire, or am I really going to stick to my plan. And when I, f I find that when I do stick to my plan, I'm so much more proud of myself and proud of my actions. And it makes it so much harder to give in to that, that impulsive temptation. Right. So how do you recognize your own self-negotiation tactics? Well, the author of the article says it's not as difficult as you think, because we as human beings tend to use the same scripts over and over again. So here are a few key phrases to be on the lookout for when you're saying these things to yourself. Just five more minutes. I'll do it tomorrow. Just one or just one more. If I do this now, I'll do that later. Right. And then I would add the one that I use a lot was I deserve this. Right. I had such a hard day. Sally was so mean to me, <laughs> despite it being her birthday, <laughs> that that I just deserve this treat right now. Um, and then some key words that pop up often when we're making excuses are just because, later, tomorrow, and maybe. Well, and another one that I've got is like, is that, you know what? I like just going back to the deserving that or, you know, justifying, which we've talked about before. Yeah. But doing that thing where you confuse a a justification or, you know, oh, this is an actual reason. You think that it is self-care to go against what you actually want to do, like or, you know, to like not work out. Well, you know what? I'm really just this is self-care. If I don't work out, like it's just because I really need to decompress and right. I really need me time. Yeah. And I think with the words self-care being thrown around so much, I think <laughs> it, it is really hard to know sometimes like why am I doing this and what like what are my motivations or intentions in this? Yeah, for sure. 
So as we said at the beginning, we have decided to break this up into a few parts because I know we tend to give a lot of uh, suggestions and ideas for people to go through for each episode. So we're going to leave you with uh, some homework assignments. Homework. Homeworks. Oh, no. No. Uh, it, the small exercises that you can do. This is fun, productive homework. Well, okay, <laughs> fun might be stretching it, but. Well, I think sometimes uh, you want to get right to it and fix all your problems. But this week, we're going to ask you to be an observer of not only yourself, but of others. So the first thing we would ask you to do is pay attention to the words that you use. Are you making excuses or do you have valid reasons? And if the valid reasons are, are many... Maybe it's time to look at things in a different way. Just pay attention to what you say to yourself. We did an episode a long time ago about the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, and how you actually describe or narrate your own life matters in the way you see the world. Yeah, for so sure. So what do you notice about yourself? Are you using those words like just, because, later, maybe, all of those negotiation tactics? Uh, would we be proud of you? Would Samuel L. Jackson be proud of <laughs> Um, And but sometimes, too, it is hard to see our own flaws. We think that we're doing everything right. And perhaps we're just victims of the surroundings around us. So aside from looking at the words that you use yourself, consider paying close attention to the words that those around you use, whether it's coworkers or kids or neighbors are other people justifying things, kicking down things down the road, making excuses? What patterns do you see in them? And how does it make you feel about them? Yeah, and it's oftentimes a lot easier to see these things in other people than to see them in ourselves. And and by observing them in other people, you know, it it then maybe if you're if you're really thinking about it, it can be easier to spot these patterns in yourself. Right. So how we narrate our own lives really does matter. Are you making excuses or are there actual stumbling blocks that you might need to work around to make your goals stick? The thing that we do now that we didn't do before is we have become adaptable. We have become sort of scientists uh, in our own habits. Absolutely. And students of our own behavior. And the more we understand how our brains work, how our patterns of behavior work, and how we see that in others, the more success we can find in all areas of our life. Because Donald and I were victims for decades of things happening to us and working together uh, in a bad way to go up the scale over 100 pounds from excuse one excuse to another. Absolutely. So please take this week to consider what you say to yourself and how you see others. Next week, we are going to cover more things, aren't we, Donald? We absolutely are. Uh, we are going to talk about um, how to start building your uh, your self negotiation out of your uh, your life and start building uh, systems and habits. How to take negotiation out of the process, creating plans and backup plans, and creating policies for yourself. You mean just knowing what I do isn't enough to change <laughs> things? <laughs> um, sadly, no. But it is. It is the like the crazy first step it's important first step yeah it really is half the battle realizing that you're doing it so please 
Join us next week for that. And uh, thank you so much for listening this week. We are grateful to each and every one of you. Um, uh, you can find all of our episodes on all the major podcast platforms, wherever you found this one. And you can also listen to them at any time on our website, weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for join our support group. To find out more about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for accountability, check-ins, and honestly, uh, just candid conversations about uh, the struggles, setbacks, and successes in weight loss. Uh, We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolt Place is right for you. Absolutely. So please check that out. And if you would like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on all the social medias. Well, not the TikToks, but uh, all the other ones. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And um, you could even email us if you would like to. Uh, We have turned many listener emails into episodes. Uh, We will answer questions. Uh, We like compliments. We enjoy hearing from you. Uh, You can do that to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep, and if you have a couple of extra spare minutes and can head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review, not only does it help us know that what we're doing is making a difference, but it also helps others find our podcast when they are looking for inspirational podcasts such as ours. Yes, indeed. Uh, or uh, And or if you'd like to help us out, please uh, tell somebody about the show. Uh, if you know somebody who you think might gain something from the show um if it comes up in conversation and you think it's germane uh, we would appreciate a shout out or if you're on you know a discord server or reddit group uh, something like that a facebook group and uh you know somebody's looking for a podcast or you think it would be worth uh shouting us out we would be grateful because that is one of the best ways in which the show grows so whether you're hoovering to get neat Or (laughs) vacuuming to avoid your homework assignments. Please remember that Donald and I are an an inspiration. inspiration. Why can't it be both? (laughs) (laughs) The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.